0: welcome to connect canyons a podcast sponsored by canyon school district this is a show about what we teach how we teach and why we get up close and personal with some of the people who make our schools great students teachers principals parents and more we meet national experts too learning is about making connections so connect with us
1: it's been said there's no business like show business and being that it's oscar season The Major Motion Picture Awards show is coming up this weekend. We thought we'd chat with the organizer of CSD's own version of the Oscars, the Canyons District Film Festival. I'm your Connect Canyons host, Kirsten Stewart, here in the studio with the film festival's organizer, Justin Anderson, a former teacher and ed tech specialist who now works as a video and digital broadcast specialist with me in the communications department, and Jeff, who is also with us today, Jeff Haney, CSD's director of communications, who in his spare time, of which he has very little Moonlights as the co-host of Canyon's Film Festival Awards Ceremony. Welcome you to
0: thank, thank you, thank Kirsten. You. And it's great to see you.
1: <laughs> Long time. Long time no see.
0: Yeah, we just walked down the hallway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I can hardly believe this. Honestly, that it is this is the 14th year of the Film Festival, a chance for aspiring videographers to vie for bragging rights as the next up-and-coming Spike Lee, Martin Scorsese or Jane Campion. Pick your director, right? It's a firm tradition here in Canyons District. So, Justin, Jeff, tell us what was the impetus f- for this? And I mean, there must be an educational intent behind this kind of project based learning.
2: Yeah, so the film festival kind of started as one of those opportunities. We saw things going on in the classroom, and as the district was new, it became obvious that we had some amazing filmmakers in the classrooms, and so the film festival put together as an opportunity to, one, showcase the great work that, that our students and teachers are doing, but also provide an educational outlet for those project-based activities that teachers could implement in their classroom, and then move those things onto the film festival and give some recognition those and to champion that work
1: What the students learn and teachers it's open to teachers and students correct
2: yeah it's teachers and students and it's really fun to see the things that we get submitted because it's a range of things there's things that students do on their own time that are these more fun projects and then there's actual ones that students do as part of a classroom activity. So an assignment that a teacher already does, I can always tell where in the curriculum a teacher's put something because we'll get 20 submissions about the life cycle of a butterfly. (laughs) And so it's great because it gives opportunity for students to choose how they want to portray that life cycle of a butterfly. Some of them do a paper. Some of them draw a picture. Some of them make an animation video and then submit those to the film festival. And so it gives Those students' choice in the classroom allows them to have that project-based opportunity, that hands-on, real-world experience. And we see a lot of them grow up through the years in the film festival, being in it and having done it for, I think, six years now myself. I've gotten to see students who submitted in elementary who are continuing to submit in high school.
0: It's been so much fun to see the students progress through the years. I've been fortunate enough to be the MC of the awards ceremony, and we make it much like the Oscars. We have the red carpet. The students are invited with their parents to come in for a nice celebration that is gala-like, and the spotlights are shining. They get to come up on the stage if they win And through the years, we see students who start even in first grade submitting some entries, and you see them again in the second, and the third, the fourth, the fifth, even all the way through their high school years. So this has been really fun as somebody who only gets to see the students on the night that they win – start as a very young student and then progress through the years and continue to come back every year to the film festival to celebrate with us all of their work. And Mm -hmm. it progresses so well throughout the years. You can see how much they have added every year to the technique in filmmaking.
1: Yeah, that's neat. So it's really like a cool way for everyone to flex their creative muscles. And I'm sure they're learning all kinds of things. In some ways, it's a way to deepen what they're learning already in the classroom. And others, it's just like... Hey, I want to have fun with this. See see what it's like to put together a short documentary. But yeah. like to know that it's taking root and some of these students are finding a new passion and purpose, right?
0: Right.
2: Well, and it's, it's interdisciplinary as well. So, you know, when you look at filmmaking, it's not just filmmaking, getting a camera out. They've got to know storytelling. They've got to be able to write a script. They've got to know how a story progresses. So they're using those ELA skills. And then whatever the subject is, they're learning all of those things as well. They're learning how light works when they're filming. And so you really see a lot of skills built up just in making a small film that they're learning and using in all of their classes and the information they're learning back into the film festival.
1: That's really cool. Talk about the different submission categories. Have those evolved over the year? Remain fairly static. What What are the categories?
2: Yeah. So film categories. There's a couple different ones. We have the opportunity for. There's the short films, documentaries, animation, PSA or public service announcement, newscast, and then our teacher films and. Throughout the years, they've kind of grown over time. We started with just a few different categories, and we saw that there was a lot of variety and depth out there with what the students were doing. We wanted to make sure we honored some of what they were doing in our classrooms. And so with all of those, they all kind of provide different time limits and different subjects, whereas the short film is usually more creative, more story-based, and the PSA is going to be focused more on an issue or a topic that they're trying to get out and represent. Another fun one with the animation category, they actually get a try out new skills. We see everything from animating with a computer to a kid with a cutout of a little paper person doing stop motion or Lego people. And so you're seeing a whole breadth of things in that animation category that allows different things to shine as they grow
0: up. One of the submissions (laughs) that I enjoy watching are the newscasts. You You and I, Kirsten, came from the news industry before we landed here at the Canyon School District. And it's so much fun to see the students go into those news studios and then approach their news stories. Mm. And they build their story, they ask really good questions and find kind of their own character in front of the camera. Now, because I have that background in news, I enjoy watching the students reenact what they think news is like. They're fun to watch, but they're also really informative. You see them and you get an idea immediately what the culture of that school is all about. And that's really helpful for us as the administration of the district to see what students think that is news at their school and also the tone of what they think their school stands for. Those are my favorite submissions.
1: That's interesting. I was just going to ask, yeah, what are your favorite submissions? News? What about for you, Justin?
0: So
2: for me, I really enjoy the PSAs because they the topics that kids choose are just fascinating, and I think it's things adults don't think kids would do. Hmm. We get a lot of no texting and no driving uh-huh. while texting ones that I think are really fun, and the kids take them in a really creative way with the PSAs. It's not the simple, you know, hey, you know, this is bad for you. They get really creative and have a lot of fun, and so I really like the PSAs, and I like to see what the students think are important. If they've got a great film that they submit to a local city film festival, we also want it— they they wrote something for Reflections. We also want to honor them. And so it's a great opportunity for them to get a big bang for their buck because it's a lot of work making these films.
1: Yeah, I bet. So how short is the, are the short films? Are we talking TikTok, Instagram short? <laughs>
2: So some of the short films are like 12 seconds, you oh, know, wow, wow. Uh, so in the, especially our animations. So animations have to be less than three minutes, but we're a lot of kids get down to the life cycle of a butterfly in 20 seconds. Wow. And Impressive. and so they can get pretty quick. Um, and then there's some that go on for quite some time.
0: <laughs> now, if you come to the night where we announce the winners, mm-hmm. you know, when the film festival kind of culminates into that red carpet gala where we celebrate all of the students who who submitted all of their entries but also announced the winners, you get to see those. Yeah, And that's, in my mind, the fun part of just coming. Even if your child didn't submit one of their pieces of work for consideration, I would encourage every family in the Canyons District to come for that night. It's very fun. And also, you get to see all of those entries, the winning ones. And There are times when I'm standing on stage watching those videos and I'm thinking, my goodness, that fifth grader is amazingly talented. Mm -hmm. They put together an animated short that literally stacks up against things that I've seen while watching TV at night. So even if you don't have somebody in your family who has submitted something for consideration, we would ask, please come. Let's fill up the yeah. seats. Let's take a look at all of those works that our students have worked so hard on.
1: Yeah, it really is more than a awards ceremony. It's it's an event, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it's a that's-
2: showcase of their hard work, and the kids love to see their video up on the big screen. I bet. I mean, they're in the nice dark auditorium, and right as big as it can be, their face, and they they love that, and they love to be able to come up, get their picture and have a lot of fun. And it's really fun uh, to have the newscast come in because usually it's groups of students, right? A classroom or so. And so you see a group of 15, 20 kids who come up and they're just so excited. They're high-fiving each other and they're high-fiving the other team who maybe didn't win the first (laughs) place, but they were nominated. So they're there as well. And it's just a lot of fun camaraderie.
1: That's neat. Well, remind us again, when is that this year? What's the date for that?
2: So the film festival is on April 27th at Alta High School. It starts at 6 p.m., And so it's going to be a great night of just kind of watching some great videos, rewarding our film festival champions, and really just having a great night.
0: And it's free, open to the public, no registration. No, you just show up. No, just show up. And Alta High's new Performing Arts Center, you can't think of a better way to spend an evening. That is one of the nicest theaters that I think I've ever been in. And it certainly is fantastic for a high school and for a school district. (laughs) It's going to be very special for... For the students who are announced as winners and they get to come up on stage. But if you're looking for that night for your family to spend just maybe an hour and a half away from home watching student film and seeing what our students can do in an amazing theater here in our own hometown, then I would encourage you to come. Yeah, that's and you a know, Kirsten, one of the things that I found most fascinating over the years that I've been the host is watching the change in how the students get their footage. You don't have to have specialized equipment anymore. Mm-hmm. Mom and dads don't need to drop a lot of cash on pieces of equipment that students would use to create their films. You can use your phone. Yeah, And that, I think, has been a game changer for so many students who thought that they couldn't participate because they didn't have the equipment, or they had to go to a special place at the district or the school to get the equipment. Now, they just hold out their phones and they shoot their film and it's the editing software these days is intuitive and the yeah, you can stu- even edit on your phone right? yeah. you can yeah. and, and we have a lot of we students lot who to do. do that yeah. and they're so creative they're very organic and it's from their perspective and that's been interesting to see and change throughout the years in the submissions we've received yeah
2: and it really has supported teachers as well because you know Students are our number one focus and making sure that that learning continues with this. We provide training and support for teachers as well. So teachers mm-hmm. reach out and we go into their classrooms and help them learn these filmmaking tips, how to put it into their curriculum, how to teach it as a part of what they're already doing in their classroom. Kids have these opportunities and it's so much easier for them to make and create really cool things. We see some great stuff that I night.
1: Bet. I bet. Well, so I imagine it's pretty popular and probably competitive, right? How many submissions are we talking about a year? Yeah, so
2: it's very competitive. So we usually have somewhere around 300 to 400 submissions every year of films. And so it gets crazy. The judging gets a lot, which makes things exciting. But there's a lot of opportunities for competition because we have it broken up not only in the categories, but then we break it down by grade levels, so that there's an elementary, a middle, and a high school winner. So you have a lot of opportunity.
1: Yeah, and we haven't talked much about another element to this, which is the poster contest. We I love those posters. We have them hanging here in the district office, right, to showcase the work of our artists.
2: The poster contest, I think, is my favorite thing, and it all kind of came out from we we were creating a poster every year, and we were like, we need more student involvement here. We want more students. And so we add the poster contest and said, okay, here's what it should have. Do something. And we get the most crazy cool submissions from students that wouldn't necessarily want to submit a video but they still can participate through this and so a lot of our teachers are participating in this as a class activity they have their students make one and submit one to us and it's really fun to see how kids interpret the film festival Mm -hmm. and if you walk by the district office wall it varies so much i think the most important thing for people to realize is you can still submit it's not too late if you haven't started your movie yet this is the perfect time to do so So entries are due April 11th. So we're about a month out from the time this gets published. And that's just enough time for you to get something made and get something submitted. You can learn more at filmfestival.canyonsdistrict.org. That's going to be where all the information is to help you get submitted and get into the film festival. And we're excited to see it.
1: And the the poster contest have a different deadline or all the same? All the same. Okay. So the most important question of the afternoon, (laughs) how about your Oscar picks? What are your Oscar picks?
0: So, you know, we are headed into the film festival season, as you know, Canyon School District has their own film festival. We'll find out who our quote unquote Oscar winners are uh, in April. But uh, when we tune into the Oscars on Sunday, you know, I I don't think that this film will win, but it was my favorite. I love Top Gun Maverick. Such a good show. Good one. Fantastic sequel. And, uh, you know, I I have a problem watching movies. I get a little bit bored a little bit. And this one held my interest the entire time. Loved every single second of it. Okay,
1: Tom Cruise has not aged. No. (laughs) How is that possible?
0: (laughs) No. Movie magic. Right? That's
2: what we're going to call it, movie magic. I think as as we get in... um, I, I originally thought that Brendan Fraser and The Whale was going to really be the big one. But I watched just a couple weeks ago Everything, Everywhere, All at Once.
1: Uh, that's mine.
2: I I don't see how that can't not, especially because they have multiple people nominated in multiple categories. I just think that's going to be the breakout. And it was great. I loved watching yeah. that show. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, I think, was my favorite part. But
0: Oh, three cheers for Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I, I, Fingers crossed that she walks away with the Academy Award. Yeah, that'd yeah. be amazing. Uh, yeah, that's was... my
1: pick as well. Thanks for both of you for taking time out of your busy schedules to be here and chat about an amazing project-based learning opportunity for our students.
0: Come to the Film Festival. You'll see us in our Texas. Yep. <laughs> Gold
2: and sparkly.
0: All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Connect Canyons. Connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Canyons District or on our website, canyonsdistrict.org.